0: What? <laughs>
1: Hi guys, this time I'm going to in the ring with the greatest faction
2: in podcast history. Just for wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travis D.
3: And I am uh, the SCW High Focus Champion and Rocket Pro Wrestling General Manager, Cole General Manager, Nubby, The Amazing Turtle.
4: For 114 days on that title reign, and who you just heard is the man who's very afraid of the Stone Cold Steve Austin CGI bullshit that was in the 20, 2K24 trailer, Pac-Man. I mean, what the fuck was that? Let's, like, seriously, that looked terrible.
2: I'm on indie wrestling here, bro. I don't care.
4: I don't care about games and shit. We'll
1: talk about that on Saturday. Um, oh. <clears throat> not in good mood today.
2: Not happy oh. with some shit that happened. Um, and, uh, we'll get into that when we talk about the SCW, uh, match card. Um, and, uh, we'll, oh. yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, shit. Yeah. yeah.
1: For, uh, for those of you who, uh, listen to us,
2: uh, thank you. And, uh, for those of you who want to watch the videos and stuff, we are now releasing our podcast on video on YouTube at the JFW Podcast, uh, YouTube channel.
1: Make sure you check that out.
2: Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and shit like that. Um, um I don't fucking know. Um, Carter com sponsors us 10%, uh, discount code FREAKNUT. Carter com one-stop shop, comics, graded raw. They got them. Fucking fill your card up, use discount code, buy comics. So. Must be that bad that you came in to wow. get through that. Dude, I'm just not, not in the And honestly, I thought maybe fucking the commute to work would probably like, you know, be the worst part of my fucking Monday and shit like that, but it's not. Um, but it, it is what it is. Like yeah. I said, we'll talk about it. Uh, Destination
1: 6 happened over this weekend. Uh, CSW happened over the weekend. We'll talk
2: about those results. And like I said, SCW is, uh, this Saturday. We'll talk about that match card and shit like that. Um, uh,
1: Fourth Mother Box put their show off finally.
3: Um, I don't know. Poorly done, I should say, but.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's more you guys' shit. So if you guys want to talk about it, feel free. Uh, feel free
2: to mention me, which I'm fine with. It doesn't matter. Eh. I mean, they didn't mention me at all. <clears throat> no. No, all they oh, wow. did do, do some stupid fucking thing with uh Double J and surprise surprise, fart noises, but I don't know Batman, apparently, you wanted to talk about it, so uh what do you gotta say about it?
4: I mean, the one thing I will say is, um, I did talk to Double J yesterday, trying to get the temperature of the room um he said he's going to be reserving all of his comments for the lovely intoxicated podcast this week, but for me, honestly. I, I knew it. Like, I knew there's just something just funky in the air. Like, they whatever was said on the episode that Double J was on, they really want to, like, brush that shit under the rug for whatever reason. It's just interesting to me. I agree. It,
2: it is intriguing when you sit there and invite someone onto a podcast, and uh, somehow none of the content apparently makes it to your show. So... Um,
1: it's weird. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I guess it's kind of weird on the aspect of, like,
2: like you said, what are they hiding? But at the same time, it's what did Double J say? That makes it so bad that they have to completely remove it from the show and just come up with stupid,
4: like, questions and noises and shit like that. And playing Rick Astley to boot. So that was telling in and of itself as far as what they intended to do the whole time. I mean, what they did was slander, really. It
2: was all slander. That was definitely not Double J's voice. Man, let's use, a, let's use a different word than slander today. That's definitely a word I don't want to fucking hear at this moment. Ew. Um, I don't know, dude.
1: It's like, I mean... Maybe it's not so much the fourth mother box that was hiding something. Maybe it's something that Double J's hiding, because I'm under the impression that he actually did show up for a conversation. Mm-hmm. So, and has Double J told you the conversation that they had yet?
4: I mean, we could talk about We're going to talk about it a little more on the it's a yes tax no.
1: Dude, it's a yes or no question. I so, have a general idea. We're fucking dragging shit out. Just yes or no. Did Double J tell you by... This very moment, anytime time before this point, did Double J come up to you and say, this is what I said on the fourth mother box? Yes, yes. Okay. Does it sound shady? Hmm, no. Okay, that's it. That's, it. That's, that's all you have to fucking do, Pac-Man. Yes and no. That is it. I don't need a long, drawn-out fucking story that just ends up with it being a yes or no answer. Solid show though. They talked about uh some Indiana Jones game that's coming out
2: and I've been kind of Indiana Jones so it didn't appeal to me, but um solid show overall. <laughs> I listen to it on Spotify as I usually do. So
1: let's talk about results. Um I kinda wanna get into this and fucking be done. Uh so CSW happened on Friday, uh Nubby what happened.
3: Well, uh some shit went down. I could definitely get to that. Unexpected shit you know ever have unexpected shit to happen? Well, that's what happened. Solid card though, oh, it definitely was, even like so last week, when we announced the matches that that was uh, only half, and that was a solid ass fucking card just halfway through, and then more matches showed up, and it's like, holy shit. Well, I mean,
1: cause I mean, obviously
2: the one thing I learned about CSW is they, they always, always they always want to go above and beyond. Like they always want to make the show one step better. And obviously they did that. I guess this is technically the
1: season premiere of CSW and all that jazz. And,
2: yep.
1: uh, Leo Rush and Sky Blue were announced for it.
2: Um, mm-hmm. which I mean, that gets you in the door to begin with. Obviously a lot of the talent that they utilize and everything.
1: Uh, I'm just curious on what, uh, what you did.
2: Oh,
3: I guess we can get into that. I mean, real quick. Fuck yeah! Um, Well, first, get your
2: shit in, brother.
3: Well, first things first. uh, Standing room only.
2: Which, which I think I I think that was pretty much going to be a given. With you know, obviously the talent that was announced and shit. Oh yeah,
3: I mean they they usually do have standing room only. I mean when uh, Betty Cino go to the shows with me sometimes, Mm. she came and get a seat, and she's there with me. Well, she spends more time in the car, you know, because yeah. you know she's got to do her scratch offs there, um, Damn. or the bingo, and maybe she goes and plays the videos, the slots. But, um, but yeah, she can never get a seat. But that's just part of the game, I guess. That's mm-hmm. how
2: you know standing room only is.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, um, it's unless just uh.
1: Unless you're, uh, unless you're a wrestling company,
2: uh, down south that, uh, doesn't supply chairs, and I guess you could technically call that stand room only if you don't bring your own seat. I'm not talking about a CW. I'm talking about a different company that kinda came in and put a show on, you know, in somebody else's, uh, territory, but whatever.
3: Yeah, I heard about that. At yeah. night, out, outside. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: yeah, they really fucking <laughs> planned properly for that. It was like 50 degrees out that day, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking A. But
3: what was I doing? Um, yeah. So I don't have an official role in CSW right now, um, but I just volunteered my services and be in production.
1: Good for you, man. Yeah, it's weird uh, because I believe Terry posted something. I don't remember what post it was. Uh, it says somehow you, uh, <clears throat> you traded in zebra stripes for a turtle.
2: And I thought that was kind of disrespectful and fucking rude, but...
1: Who cares? He's not our boss
2: after Saturday, so who gives a shit? Um, well, here here's the funniest thing.
3: Um, I trade in zebra because being a zebra gets me nowhere anyways. I get I'm underpaid. So if I'm gonna go do if if I'm gonna get nothing to very little, I might as well go do what I want. Yep. And and I figure, well hey, I'm gonna help out, you know, and back, keep everything mm-hmm. afloat and you know, a little bit behind the scenes, if you will. Uh, things went great. My um, ha- my side of things helped out a little bit, took weight off the shoulders of other people, and it worked out great. I don't know if I'll do it forever. Yeah. I do want to be out there, but CSW knows what I want to do and willing to do as opposed to being a rep. So we'll see what happens, yeah. but it was yeah. fine.
2: And I think it, I think it's kind of a good. uh I mean, obviously, I don't want to call it a learning experience because obviously you've been in this, you know, this business for nearly two decades now. Coming up, uh, yeah, what nineteen years or eighteen right now? Uh I'm nine
3: at nineteen and a
2: half. I should say. Gotcha. So you'll be twenty in August. There we go. So you know we're we're getting close to that you know that double fucking decade and. uh
1: so I don't want to call it a learning experience, but being in the new position you are
2: now in Rocket Pro Wrestling, I think this kind of helps that because obviously when you know refing, you kind of got you know, hey, this is a match you're gonna be refing and shit like that. But now it's kind of more of a production standpoint. And I don't know how much production you know time you have invested, obviously, other than you know the show we shall not you know fucking name over here and you know fucking Madison or University Park or Richmond Park, wherever the fuck it was, you know, <clears throat> rhymes with uh you know, GPW, but
1: um, but production-wise, I think it's kind of
2: yeah. Right there we go. Okay. Yeah. How do you? I fuck, mean, it's close enough. right?
1: How do you rhyme fucking initials? You know, but uh, you know, rhymes with blow blow. Um, but uh, I think it's kind of it kind of helps you now that you are co-general manager to kind of
2: yeah. You know, So
1: I, I mean, it's a cool thing, and I'm sure there's gonna be a point where they're gonna want to get fucking uh, turtle into that ring because. Torgus pops when he fucking uh, walks through that uh, curtain.
3: Yeah. And I think once we get to a certain point of this card, mm-hmm. um, they m- might need me eventually for other situations. Well, how's your relationship with TJ Steele? Not, I don't think there is one. I mean, if we go back when he was not an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, he helped me win a championship, him and Steve Boz. they helped me win a championship, get some revenge on some people gotcha. um but he's just kinda I haven't agreed with a lot of stuff he does, but he hasn't fired me, mm-hmm. so I guess I got that going for me, and he knows I'm very vocal about my shit, so yeah. maybe and maybe he's not well, he's definitely not Damien Saint, but metaphorically he's not Damien Saint. Yeah,
1: back man. You've done some back uh, backstage work with uh, Destination Six and everything. Um, it was uh, helpful, right? Helps you learn the business a little bit more.
4: Oh yeah, and I mean even like doing production with Rocket Pro, where I I've, I've helped with like the setups and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I I've, I've said like constantly is you know the little things that you see and you learn when you're in those backstage roles, you get like a new appreciation for what goes into a show. Like, you know, I don't think until I started working with rocket pro where, um, I really paid much attention to the production at other places. So like the first thing I always look at above the ring is the rig wherever I go. I look at the stage. I look how that's set up. Like, no matter what promotion, WWE, like, when I was at WWE, just, like, looking at everything that goes in that, even, like, stuff outside of that, like, you get a real new appreciation for, like, that technical, like, side of, you know, what goes into uh, the look of a wrestling show.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I totally do- agree with you, man. All right, so what happened to CSW? Let's talk about some matches and uh, some results and shit.
3: Fabulous! So on a pre-show, we had the premiere.
4: You just, you just say
1: fabulous,
4: yeah. Okay, Joey Roth, calm down. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Amazing! Let's get into it. Um, the premiere, a tag, a tag team. Uh, they defeated um, John Barnhart, and I want to say Zeus. Thesis? I'll go with Thesis. I don't know. And then uh Jack Valor. Sorry, uh, I'm sorry, I'm
1: sorry. Before, before we continue, <clears throat> did they do any of the uh
3: the uh what the hell is it called? Like the spotlight
1: battle royal or whatever?
3: I'm about to get there.
1: Oh, is this all the pre show stuff? Yeah.
3: This is oh, pre show.
1: Okay, sorry, I I missed you saying pre shows. Okay,
2: never mind. My bad, go
3: ahead. So so on the pre-show we always have a match, whether it's a singles or a tag team, and then we go into the future's battle royal.
1: Oh, okay, for some reason I thought the future battle royal was the only pre-show thing you did, but okay. it
3: used to be. It used to gotcha. be, but then they decided that we have so many guys and girls in the battle royals now that we want to feature other guys and girls and singles you. matches and tag matches. So they had a tag match in the pre-show and then the battle royal. So okay, got Jack, you. Jack Valor. Has one, so maybe he'll be moving up to the main show. Mm-hmm.
1: Majority For, of them, majority of them are their students, right?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. How,
1: how many people are in these battle royals?
3: Uh I want to say fifteen to twenty. 10, 20. It, var- it varies. Whoever's there, and we, I see a lot of new faces every show. And there were actually a lot more this time because. Uh, Prior to the event, Leo Rush ran a camp, if you will. Awesome. So I did we see
2: saw that yeah, that was that's cool. Did you go so we saw
3: I didn't go to I was there for it, but I didn't join in. And I will talk to you off air about why I didn't. Perfect. And it has nothing to do with what I talked about last time. It's A Perfect. different different reason why I don't do him. Um did you give him
1: money to do something he didn't show up like he uh like Steve talked about on the power hour?
3: <laughs> no.
1: I think I remember him telling me that story, too. I just couldn't remember. Ah. I, I don't remember it being Leo
2: Rush. So I was like,
1: yeah. but I do remember the whole thing about, like, you, know, you book booking for something, and I mean, I'm glad he got his money back, and it could have been an
2: honest awesome mm-hmm. mistake for Leo Rush, but I do remember that story. Yeah, I told you that story, too.
1: It may have, it may have
2: came You actually from
3: you, you. You heard it from me before you listened to the Power
2: Hour. That's possible. Like I said, been it, been it, been it, been it, may, it may have came from you. That may have came from you. It happens.
1: It you happens. got this, Travis. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Pac-Man.
4: Okay, I'm done uh, Risen you up. <laughs> but um, one it, of the guys that one was one actually cool in it. I thought
1: we got video. They could see the difference between me stuttering by accident or me mocking fucking Pac-Man. <laughs> 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 Perfect.
3: So um, you've heard of uh Jordan Cross, right? The punk rock yeah. prince? Yep. I he was it. actually, he did the seminar and he was in the Battle Royal. He didn't win, obviously, but... So, it was good to see that kid. I remember before, like, meeting him a long time ago, before he started wrestling, just one of those kids with their dads, you know, you know, run around, but he was respectful and everything, so... And he's it's, become a respectful, professional wrestler now.
1: It's, it's pretty cool, because, like, and I think it's happened more over the course of the last year than anything... But you hear about a
2: lot of guys who are there now that used to be just fans. I,
1: the the two biggest
2: ones is Mason Perks and Nick Diamond. You know, I remember yeah. being at Pow and Mason Perks. after he won his title and he was talking about how he used to be just a fan sitting in a, you know you know uh, in the audience and everything. And then I saw that post uh-huh. that Nick Diamond put and everything. And
1: obviously, you know, Nubby, you're one of them. You know, LWF and all that from that era and shit. So it's pretty cool. I mean, I know there's a lot more. I know. I I think Creed is one of
2: them. and Sure, I think every young kid, I'm sure Shaq, Jordan, Quinn, Winnick have the same fucking story, but right. no one really talks about that as much, you know, and I think it's yeah. a pretty cool thing to, when they
1: say, you know, I got to this point, but before I got here, I was just like everyone else sitting
2: in the audience, you know, and yep. I think that's pretty good
1: Pac-Man. Sure, we can include him as well, you know, just a fan who... Lived his dream for a good, strong, like eight and a half minutes without entrance. So, and,
3: uh, so are we gonna are we gonna add minutes to everything now? We could because he said ten minutes last week on his at his little thing at work, which we found something interesting that day too.
1: But. Well, I, yeah. Well, I, I'm saying without entrance, which I guess to be honest, yeah. I think he spent more time in his entrance than he did in the ring competing. So. That
2: sounds yeah, about right, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, can't take it away. You know, Pac-Man's in the same conversation as a uh, Amazing Turtle, Nick Diamond, and uh, some Perks. So look at that.
3: Yeah, you're making Santino jealous. What a what a life we
4: lead.
1: Yeah. Dude, I fucking listened to his four-minute long fucking promo
2: and, like, thought to myself, like, how do I get this fucking time back, and you just can't? No. Just fucking can but I'm glad uh I'm glad he felt the need to
1: share uh share photos of when he was younger. Like cool. Way to refer to yourself as a younger white girl wasted. What
4: the fuck? But he does have a new member, apparently. That's a thing. Oh
1: I'm sure he does. He, you throw a fucking mask on somebody and say they're a new fucking member and it's just the same fucking guy, why the hell not?
4: Oh, that's two different people. He's made that perfectly it's not, it's clear. Nasty.
1: The only other person that could possibly fucking be is fucking Nani. Because her goofy ass fucking laugh is no different than the fucking clown. It's all that gross ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that.
3: So, one can argue that maybe Santino's telling the truth, and that is Nani under that mask.
1: Edgar Harmson could be 90 of that mask. I just love how, once again, Santino has to fucking try to get some shine off other people's fucking shit. Yep. Let's talk about how fucking the Idolizer and the LIM are going to have fucking promo battles, and now he wants to fucking be part of the promo battles, but do can't even fucking have a conversation on fucking Facebook to begin with, and every time something mean said to him, he has to fucking private message people. Why would you say that that's mean? It's like, I'm sorry, but when you call people fucking losers and that they suck, and somebody just comes back at you and says, oh, well, you know what? Maybe if your fucking, you know, know aunt wasn't so hot, I wouldn't be banging her in a fucking car. I'll private message somebody. Like, that was just mean to say, grow a fucking pair, bro. He has the ability to be a nice fucking guy. He just cannot fucking hang with
2: people. Nope. You
1: know, and I, I get it. that He wants to try. And like I said, I, I, I respect him as a fan. I do. And I like that. In a sense, you kind of poke fun with people, and sometimes they can give it back. But when when I sit there and I make a perfect fucking joke about how, like, they're out, like when he says they're out of front row tickets, and I have to say, well, that's what they just say to people like you. And he has to go, well, what do you mean? Like, he, like, dude, like, come on. That's a fucking great joke. and You're not, you don't understand? Like, I can't even come back with anything. No, they're really out. I'm like, sure, that's what you believe. (laughs) Oh, God, I, I.
2: that dude fucking annoys the hell out of me. And he
1: shouldn't. Like, he has no relevance in my life whatsoever. Other than the fact that he uses my podcast name to do his stupid, you know, YouTube fucking backyard bullshit, but that's fine. It's whatever. He can have his Joliet Federation wrestling or whatever the hell he calls it and everything. It's garbage and dog shit, but, you know, it makes sense because he's probably rolling around and
2: wrestling and dog shit. But, no. I can't fucking stand a dude, and I,
1: I kind of want to see him fucking cut promos and see how badly he fucking fails, because, I can't. I'm not in a great mood, and, you know, people who fucking, you know, trip over themselves, it's hilarious to me. Also, you guys fucking suck putting together your fucking... Can I talk to... Can I... Mac, Pac-Man, I can talk to you about your fucking video, right? Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Let me tell you why you're sucked okay because you sit there and you do your little thing just like Nani does like oh well let me introduce you to who we're gonna fucking have promos cut on and then gabagool does his thing and then fucking double j comes and i get it you know maybe it was a little of a mix-up when double j's like me gabagool and pack and px are going to fucking win this you know you know fucking promo thing whatever the fuck he said and then you come back on and you're like oh That's only two. Let me get the other guy. And you just fucking reappear, (laughs) even though Double J already said it was you. (laughs) I didn't even realize that I was putting that together. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, wait, we we may go get somebody. We already know who it is. (laughs) But you know what? Solid fucking promos regardless, man, because you know what? You guys have a lot of passion in what you do, and I can respect that. I don't know what the fuck the idolizers are going to do because I don't know the other two fucking people. But it doesn't seem like any of them have any experience or knowledge in doing promos. Maybe Nani does. The other two just seem a little bit fucking wonky. Like they swam from the fucking island of Misfit Toys or some shit. But I do believe you guys will fucking win. But just watch shit like that when you fucking like Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah, just watch some shit. So okay anyways, Nubby. Uh first all why isn't Nubby fucking one of those options? Dude's a wrestler. He put out some pretty solid fucking promos. Why'd be double J and gabagool over him? Isn't Gabagool the one that called you a mark and threw popcorn at you and shit and yet you put him over fucking Nubby?
2: Shame on you.
4: Well gabagool and I we we kind of figured our stuff out and um I mean I have to give him this even with the disagreements we had if you would have asked me a couple of weeks ago when all of that stuff was going on, I still would have said Gabagool is probably one of our strongest promo guys in the whole L.I.M.
2: Oh, yeah, I've been saying this since the very beginning.
1: Even though I didn't remember who the fuck you were, I thought you were JBack.
4: Yeah, you did think yeah. I was JBack. You yeah. yeah. I mean, back
1: then. I think I, think I told nobody. I think the only guy who's worth, you know, fucking saying shit is the guy with a cha- uh, stupid baby. You said those exact words, stupid baby.
4: You did you did use those exact words.
1: Yeah. Fucking perfect. Yeah. But no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see your guys' promos and uh well at least your side. I don't think anything I don't think
2: anything of substance or substance or whatever the fuck that word is is gonna come from the idolizer side. I think it's gonna fall flat because they're probably gonna try too hard and that's gonna be a huge problem.
1: Okay. Enough about me. Let's get back to Nubby. So
3: Oh, CSW. Let's get
1: back to CSW. Now now we're into the main card,
3: right? Yeah.
1: Cool. Okay, awesome. Oh, what was this show called again?
3: Season Premier.
1: Oh, that's... Okay, cool. Yep. Solid, solid fucking name.
3: Why not? <laughs> All right, so uh, Sky Blue uh, defeated Maggie Lee via submission. And mm-hmm. yes, Sky was... Yeah. Solid. And Sky was Sky from AEW.
1: The newer Sky then.
3: That- the newer Sky. So she was not popular. Let's just say she was booed a little bit. She may have flipped some people off.
1: Was she going that route?
3: I think so. It, it sounded like it. Gotcha. Uh, after that, Do Montgomery came out. Um, and what we thought, he, he was um, going to make a challenge, but right off the bat he was apologizing in Chicago and to the fans ended up being a fake apology.
1: I was gonna say it sounds like a swerve.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a big swerve. He started bashing that Chicago makes, and everything. That, that makes. Sense. And then he and then he made an open challenge for a death match to
0: anybody.
2: I fucking hate that shit so much.
3: And the only person that actually came out was TJ Steele, but was not going to answer the challenge. He just told him to get the fuck out, pretty much
1: who who in who in c
0: s w would have a death match
3: who's that well, big
2: who's that big fucking dude
3: uh cipher
2: yeah, i think he might be the only one i could see doing a death match like a, I'm
1: That's talking a about, good. like a like a legit death match, like barbed wire,
3: mm-hmm.
1: fucking um, light um,
3: tubes. Yes, yeah, shit.
1: yeah, legit Well, not like a, not a fucking AEW one where sparklers go off at the end, and luckily there's a dude to, there to protect fucking uh, you know Moxley from uh, snakes and sparklers. Show dirt. <laughs>
3: um. Well, I believe wasn't last season. I think it was the season before Nick. Brubaker and Vic Capri had a close death, death match. It yeah. was pretty hardcore for what they were doing. I believe there was a light tube or 2 involved. So. Gotcha. Well, and you, I wrapped you, that match. So. Well, we
1: know it's not going to be Vic Capri, right, because he's officially done, right?
3: He's officially done wrestling in CSW. Okay.
2: I'm sure and maybe he's ending with Dreamwave this year, because I know he's going in the Pals Hall of Fame at the end of the year. But I'm sure he's not done. I'm sure it's probably his last hurrah with uh, Dreamwave this year, and then he'll yeah. be done. Yeah. Is
3: he even... Well, we'll get to that yeah. later. Gunner
1: Brave. Um, maybe Gunner Brave will make a debut at CSW, and he'll fucking deathmatch. He does that stupid shit, right? Oh, yeah.
3: Yep. I mean, he, he's he been in the Battle Royal at CSW, so... There we go.
4: That he is. yep.
3: All right. Um, we mentioned Cypher. Uh, He was in the Scramble match with uh, Shane Hollister. Um, the Barker, Cody James, Amina Belmont, and Adam Stallion. Um, Hollister got the win over Adam Stallion. Uh, Cypher was unmasked by Cody.
2: Mm. Did he look like that fucking uh, that messed
0: up uh,
1: Goonies guy?
3: <laughs> Sloth. No.
1: There we go. Hey, was, you guys! <laughs> I was going to say Chunk, but I think that was well, a Kid, Well, right? honestly, yeah. I, know I don't know.
2: Goonies, so I don't know.
3: What a Goonie. Um, honestly, we don't know what Cypher actually looks like because he still managed to cover his own face. Even when he was choke slamming folks. That's impressive. Prior to that, though, um, Cypher and Cody, they were playing Hot Potato with Amina Belmont tossing her back and forth to each other. It was kind of (laughs) funny. Fucking solid. (laughs) All right. um, Raphael Quintero and Missa Kate got the win over Eric Schultz and Iniesta with the assist from Moondog Murray. Showed up again. And he and on social media, he said he was showing up, and he kept his promise. He made sure that he's, his face was shown, and he caused them, uh, Iniesta and Charles to match. He was yeah. then taken out by security.
1: Yeah, because he is still
3: officially fired from CSW. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there nope. are some things that happened after that, but we will get mm-hmm. to it shortly. Gotcha. Because
1: has there been any termination since him or the announcer?
3: No, that was no. the only, They were the only two. Hmm. That's why I thought my job was in jeopardy too. Right. I mean, I because I, I, you know, I stepped <gasps> down as a referee, but I was not officially fired. So maybe, T, like I said, TJ Steele is not Damien Saint. So,
4: yeah, but he's not. Good. Good input there, Pac Man. I provided a color.
3: <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, Jax Johnson and i um, Ryan Matthews got involved, which actually allowed Moondog to get involved. And in, while the referee wasn't paying attention, and Mister Kate took advantage of that nature. So, uh, Solomon Tupu defeated Joey Mayberry. Um, it looked like Joey was about to win. Had a little help from Jillian-ish, but nah, Solomon Toopo was just too big for him. Then here we go. Here's the thing. The thing that
4: happened. The thing! The thing! The thing! The thing! The thing. It's well, clobbering on the, time! And the good news.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. What the fuck were you doing,
4: Pac-Man? It's clobbering time. The thing. Fantastic Four.
1: Yeah, I know, but why did you do it as if you were a tattoo from fucking Paradise
4: Island? I've never seen that. I was a, it was unintentional.
1: No, but you know what I'm talking about, right? All right. No, little fucking uh, small guy tattoo. Where he's like, boss. The plane, the plane. <laughs> you guys never heard that shit before? I know, I've not, heard it, but I've, I've never it, seen it. That. Okay, gotcha. All right.
3: So, the good news for, well, Travis, anyway...
1: That's why I don't get it. Hold on a second. is why I don't get it. I fucking... I make a really good fucking movie reference, and nobody fucking acknowledges it. But when I say I don't watch a fucking movie, all of a sudden I'm the fucking piece of shit of the world?
4: Yeah, how do you not watch Goonies?
1: How? I don't... Fucking, it was never an option. I don't fucking know. No one's ever said, like, hey, let's sit around and watch Goonies. I don't fucking know. I know what happens. I know they... Go look for somebody's fucking treasure and shit. I've seen without a paddle. It's the same fucking movie, you know. But I'm just saying, like, it just, you know, I, I, the, the point is, it's just like people sit there and like, oh, you never seen The Princess Bride? You never seen fucking Goonies? You never watched Lord of the Rings? It's like, and yeah, I make a fucking incredible fucking joke, and then people are like, what?
2: Fuck you, people, assholes. <laughs> I know,
1: What am I gonna like?
3: Does that well, do
2: it?
3: Yeah. <sighs> Joey Avalon and Sierra retained their tag team titles over Fucking the Hatekeepers.
2: Fucking sad.
3: There and that, but they were in the middle of their celebration, and we had a couple of people come through the crowd and jump them.
1: I heard about this, and I can I'm spacing and blinking on who they are, but I do remember this happening. I watched, I watched. I watched. Tell you. Oh no! I definitely want to hear. I just I remember seeing uh, Avalon's. Uh, Post show or post match promo they did outside. As for some reason, at this, I mean, again, I had a really shitty fucking phone call. Um, but it spaced me on what company they are from and who they were.
3: Well, I'll be glad to tell you. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Well, first, the two people were GPA and Lainey Luck from Freelance.
2: There we go. Ooh. Okay.
3: Hmm. And they they pretty much, uh, they said they were the hottest couple in the Midwest in the Chicagoland area. Um, And they made a challenge for the next freelance show. At February 9th, I believe. I I
4: believe it's the week after Rockin' Pro.
3: It is. I just want to make sure it's the 9th. Oh, no, the a, oh yeah, it's a, it's the night, Calm down. Right. Are you
1: are you questioning fucking Nubby on when shows are that he's per, that he works for?
4: No, oh, I would never do that.
3: Well,
1: I don't I think you freelance. were doing
4: that. I don't
3: I, work for freelance. Let's just put that out there. I don't work for freelance.
4: No, but you work for CSW,
3: right? And but obviously, I
1: went, this is a CSW freelance issue.
3: It is now.
1: Yeah. We don't cover freelance here, do we?
3: We did once, and I was doing a favor for a friend who worked there, mm-hmm. or still works there, which is kind of funny. I guess we can get into that. Um, yeah, let's do that. Ooh, spilled the tea. Uh, Craig Mitchell, who the friend, the friend was that I was helping out. Former SCW champion. That's true.
1: Which, fun fact, this means absolutely fucking nothing, but ironically... I'm on. So I'm on Facebook dating. I'm single. I want to find companionship. I'm actually talking to somebody, and our mutual friend Craig Mitchell. It's right. a small world, after all. Right. So, so he's there, there, Nubby, what, what, what
3: happened? There, there's a small chance I might know that person too. Who knows? We'll find um, out. After,
1: well, yeah, I'll, I'll ask you uh, after the show because actually, I got to talking to, uh, Pacman about somebody who he's friends with that
2: came up on there too. Oh shit! Oh boy! Yeah. yeah, it's fucking nutty. And
1: ironically, they both. Kind of look similar. I looks similar. No, they don't look similar at all. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> where are we, we going? Um, so,
3: uh, funny thing is, Craig Mitchell is one of, I want to say, one of the founding fathers of freelance, yeah. along with, um, what's his name, Matt, Matt Nix and Chris Castro. I think freelance you know?
1: is where he left SCW to go to.
3: He was doing both at the time. Okay, Freelance was actually around a lot longer, I think. I think there was some, and
1: I don't know if Craig Mitchell listens to this show. Uh, he probably, probably not. The only time I ever had a conversation with him was at a show out in Valparaiso, Indiana, and I want to say it was Blitz. It might have been. If, I don't know if Blitz was ever uh, in Valparaiso, but um, I think he left SCW to go somewhere where it was like an exclusive contract
2: thing. But this was like
1: twenty seventeen
2: ish, so I'm not sure. I don't know. If he does listen,
1: then please correct me. If you don't fuck yourself, I don't fucking
2: know. Traded. Yeah. So that
3: they are originals. Well, here's the funniest thing: they are also students of CSW back in the day.
1: Oh dang! So they so no. they they have a relationship with Boz.
3: Yes, they do. Because
1: Bob's train Bob the, the trainer? Right.
3: Yeah. Catch him. And I've also known them three a lot longer, way before – well, not so much Matt Nix. I think I met Matt Nix in the middle of everything, but
1: – Like the Pine time pimp era?
3: Yeah. I've known – yeah. <laughs> well, Craig Mitchell I've known the longest yeah. because we used to do the backyard thing, and he will admit that because he's actually posted videos of stuff we used to do.
1: I mentioned that's that just, right on Fourth Mother Box.
3: Yeah, he yeah, did.
1: Yeah,
3: okay. If you ask him about uh, Twisted Outcast or Freak, those were some names that he did used to go under.
1: Isn't uh, isn't Craig younger?
3: He's a l- little younger, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay.
3: I believe when he was in high school, I think I think it was a junior or senior when he was a freshman, maybe. I, okay, gotcha. That's how I have known, name.
0: Yeah,
1: so he's not Muggsy James
3: Young, but... Nah, he's so he's, he's to... older older yeah. than Muggsy, but... So he's
1: quite close to my age, about 34. Tomorrow,
3: Somewhere around there, yeah. Gotcha. No, yeah. It's just crazy how this is all happening now, and mm-hmm. like I said, those those three I mentioned, they were CSW students. I've known them for a long time. So, but they, I mean, they weren't the ones that jumped the barricade, to jump... Joey and Sierra. It was the um, GPA and Laney Luck. may yeah. I see
2: it. They'd have some idea, though.
3: I don't. We don't know who knows what. Yeah. I mean, it's a possibility. We'll see what happens on February 9th. Um, I'm hearing a lot of CSW people are showing up. Where's it at? at the, um, I think Logan Square
4: Audit yeah, yeah,
3: that's what it is, Logan Square Auditorium. I'm, I'm, I might go, but as you know, my situation right now in the in the real life don't don't know if I can afford afford a ticket. That's how things are crazy. Um, I told Steve already because he's trying to get me to go. He already bought his ticket, so you know if Steve's going, shit's gonna happen. Of course, Steve's got to get... Hey, hey, easy yeah, we're there. Yeah, we're fine. We're good. Come on, we know Steve. He's going he's to do it. He knows himself. Steve he'll is, am, he'll <clears throat> admit it.
1: Steve will have a really good time.
3: He will. Uh, you know what? That's the best way to put it.
2: Steve, Steve will definitely find a way to make that a memorable night out. Definitely. Yeah.
3: And, um... I guess in that well, we talked about it. The promo that Joey and Sierra did, well, mostly Joey, in that uh, fucking cold ass weather.
2: That's that's commitment right there.
3: Yeah, um, they accepted the challenge, so they'll be there in the February now. Mm.
1: Now is is this is this a title a championship challenge or just a straight up tag challenge?
3: I believe it's just straight up tag gotcha. right now. I don't think CSW officials are gonna. Put their titles on the line right now. I mean, it's just beginning. True. And why would CSW put them on the line right now when it's not at home?
1: I don't know, man. Why did, why did I put me hooks into a tournament to crown a high-voltage champion? People do shit. Eh. True.
4: People you know, be doing shit.
1: Things happen, I and mean, all you got to do is learn to accept what it is and learn to forgive down the road.
3: Keep True. that in mind. It's in the mind. It's in the. Perfect. It's up Perfect.
1: there. Just keep that in mind. Sometimes bosses and managers and owners have to do things that they're just not proud of, and sometimes you just got to forgive them.
3: Just keep that in mind. So, keep it in mind. Managers keep it in mind. just do shit. They just do shit. Yeah.
1: Just just know that you know that. That a, a simple thing that has to be done, you know, without a decision or a choice that could be made should not destroy a partnership or a friendship in any way. Forgiveness is key. Now do you remember that?
3: Hey Pac Man, I want you to remember that. Remember in that fact, write it write it down because it's gonna be important sometime soon.
1: It's always important. It's always I just
3: But it's it- gonna mean it's gonna mean something very soon.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Taking the notes as we speak. I'm going to quiz you on on your podcast. On
4: our podcast. Ah, yes. Oh, you're going to be on it? I am. I'm going to be on it. Nice. With Damien Saint. We're recording this Friday, the first meetup of Damien Saint. and This
1: isn't isn't the LIP fucking uh, plug time
3: here, bro.
4: I was just explaining what it was. No, I... It, it, uh, check your... Uh,
3: Pac-Man, check the log. It's not in, that seg- in this segment. Yeah, didn't did you
1: get, you the, get the memo? Syllabus? Come on, dude.
4: Oh, yeah, that's right. Is that the right word? Syllabus? That is the correct... Yeah, that's, or right. Ma- that's right. Or manifest. It's it's okay.
1: You you could go ahead. So you're having, you're having Nubby and Damien Saint on... Uh, When's the show being released?
4: It'll be released over the weekend around the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, give...
1: Do me a favor in the future. Don't give me the recording day. Give me the release day, because people aren't going to be able to watch it when you're recording.
4: Got you. It's true. Go.
3: That I is mean, unless true. you go unless you go on Facebook Live, which is possible, but
4: really tough to do. Yeah.
1: Who else? Uh, who else is on the uh, lip? I guess who
4: from the LIM is going to be on the lip? It will be just Tony Gabagool and Double J who will be responding to uh, the fourth Mother Box. Gotcha.
1: Perfect. And while we're here, might as well say uh, tomorrow night the Power Hour will
2: have. Uh... So it's
1: Aaron, Xavier, and Angel. I heard rumors see the James Cree, but it's only
2: Aaron, Xavier, and Angel that are going to be on Tuesday night. Which, I mean, I guess it
1: makes
4: sense because. Shut the fuck up, Pac Man! I'm okay. I don't. Do you think I like yelling at you? I know you don't. You just want to give me a big hug sometimes, and I make it very hard for (laughs) you. No,
1: no. I'd rather you not try to hug me every time you shake my fucking hand.
4: I mean, that is a good handshake.
2: No, it's not. It's a a a sign
4: of of friendship, brotherhood, camaraderie, uh, other synonyms for what I'm
2: saying. Not one bit. Not one bit. Tuesday
1: night Power Hour uh, is
2: going to have uh, Aaron Xavier and Angel on uh, leading up to uh, the Saturday's SCW show, which we'll go through the match card here uh, at the end of the show. But
1: Power Hour Tuesday night, I guess, love and talk podcast, either Saturday or Sunday, whenever it yep. uh, gets released. So. Nubby, no, go ahead and finish what you're saying, man. Uh, promo by, uh, is, is that it? Is that yeah, the that's WWE? it. But, yeah,
2: well,
3: there's so still we more know. stuff to talk about. but
1: For CSW. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, yeah, yeah. So, as we know right now, there is a tag team match over at Freelance that's going to involve uh, the CSW Tag Team Champions. Yes. What's their tag team I mean, name? Do they have one or is it just Avalon and Sierra? I thought they had, like, a name or something.
2: I, I, someone made up Apera. Oh, okay. I thought they had, like, a group name or something. Like, there was, oh. like, more than one of them. And, oh, okay, gotcha. So,
1: Avalon and Sierra will be at Freelance
2: February 9th, thinking on uh, GPA. And Lady Luck.
3: Sorry. Thanks. The, un- the unicorn chick. All <laughs> uh, right. Axel Rico defeated Marche Rocket in a clean victory. Good him. That's his uh, first match back, correct? Second match back at CSW. He may- he showed up in November.
1: Oh, no, my, I, I think what was it last? I can't remember. Good. Congrats on being back.
3: Uh, it was an upset victory. And yes, Marche chopped him. Saw the handprint. It's bigger than his chest. Solid. And then we had uh, Boz in uh big mood defeating Team Sexy and Heather Reckless. Uh, there was a point in the match where the referee was distracted, if you will. That's what happens. Uh, Team Sexy had um, Matteo Valentine upside down, and Heather Reckless from the top rope or middle rope, one of the two, dropping an elbow in the lower region of Matteo Valentine.
1: Did uh, Did anyone yell at the referee for being distracted, or is that just a youth thing?
3: No, everyone yell, uh, was yelling at him. Good. Oh, speaking of, since speaking of me and all that. Um, there were points when shit like that was happening. People were looking for me. Yeah. Did, you get tur- did you get turtle chance? I got quite a few. Fuck yeah. I almost peeked around the curtain because they were right there and I was ready to tell them to shut up, <laughs> but I'm like, no, I'm staying here. <laughs> People actually thought I retired completely. When I was talking to a few, I'm like, uh, no. I just... Sabbatical from refereeing.
4: Yeah.
1: Well clearly those so, people don't listen to the GFW podcast then so they can fuck themselves.
4: Right. It's true. He sabbaticaled for like three weeks, I think. That's true.
1: Kicked <laughs> off twenty twenty four fucking referee. No, just
0: end there, buddy.
3: I'm back on the sabbatical. <laughs> Until you, I need to put in a special you, referee. <laughs> You
1: were a walking, talking, starting now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um. Where am I at? Oh, so a video showed up after everything. Um, TJ and company found Moondog. And they had him down. They pinned him down to the ground. And um, TJ said, you can have your job back, but you got to let me break your hand. So, Moondog sacrificed his hand, and now he is now back in CSW. That's
2: a, that's a weird trade-off, but okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it is. What the fuck? It, it's almost, I don't know, you've probably never seen it, but in Walking Dead, there was a point where Negan wanted uh, Rick to chop his own son's hand off to, you know, stay alive. I mean, obviously, he never it never happened Negan was just fucking with him, but it's kind of like that, yeah. ish. It's fucking goofy. It is goofy. I, I can't believe Moon Dog did, but he did it for the job. He wanted his job back. I mean, I wouldn't do that. I'm not sacrificing my hand for a job. Fuck you. Yeah.
2: no, that's yeah, that's that's a lot messed up. But
3: I mean, hope for a speedy
1: recovery yeah. on that one, buddy. Yeah.
3: So we'll see what happens. And then we had uh, Shelly Benson defeating Vic Capri in his final match in CSW. And they celebrate after uh, Vic says goodbye. Uh, a couple more students came out that Vic has been training on the side along with Shelly. They were celebrating with them. It was kind of sad. I mean, but he's gonna, he wants to take a step back, not take spots, as he put it, and, um, he wants to help out, like I've been helping out too. Although I want a spot, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, he just, he's gonna do some stuff and back, help people out, and, you know, give back, if you will.
1: Listen, so he, he's following in the footsteps of Pac-Man there.
3: Yeah. So, so Except so it's big Capri's not one and zero.
1: Oh. I mean, yeah, you know, but I mean, I, really, I mean, like when you when you look at the path that Pac-Man took compared to Big Capri, it's, it's really, I mean, other than length, you know, it's not that much different.
4: Also, height. I'm pretty sure he's taller than me. <sighs> probably not by much. I've never, I've never seen him in person,
2: but he looks like a solid 5'8", five, 5'9. Five, you know who you are taller than? Who's that? Leo Rush. Yes.
3: Speaking of, speaking of which, Leo <laughs> Rush took on Conan Lycan for the CSW Heavyweight Championship. Uh, they went almost a half hour back and forth, beating the shit out of each other, high flying. For a big man, Conan Lycan can fly high. Mm-hmm. Um, but Conan Lycan uh, won the match, and without any help from the Haykeepers.
1: Well, that's where he wanted, right? Proved right. that he he's able to do it on his own.
3: So, yep. So uh, after the victory, um, well, first before the match, uh, Lycan told the Haykeepers to leave the ring, leave, leave ringside because they did come out with them. But they told him to leave, which is why he was able to win by himself. Um, after the match, um, Lycan and Leo uh, shook hands and, uh, out of respect for each other. Uh, then the Haykeepers, they come out to what we thought we were going to celebrate. Then War Horse comes out out of nowhere. And distracts Lycan, just for the the hate keepers to turn on Lycan, and they beat him down. Kind of saw that coming, though, right? It had to have you know eventually happen, but with the warhorse coming in, that
2: that is yeah.
3: I mean, he did mention why he did it because when Warhorse took on Lycan, it took the hate keepers to help win and they beat Warhorse down after. Mm-hmm. And Warhorse said that he like and didn't care about the Hate Keepers. But and so they decided that they're gonna join Warhorse. And now I guess Warhorse is the leader now of the Hatekeepers.
1: Kinda sounds like Judgment
0: Day. Finn Balor and yeah. Edge? And this what and
3: I guess so because Warhorse came out without the you know, the get up, The mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior Macha Man stuff. Yeah. And, and he calls himself and he called himself by his name, Jake. So and that, and I never knew this until maybe a year ago that he was Jake Parnell when I first met him, before the Warhorse showed up. So Maybe he's just Jake Parnell now the Warhorse or who knows. But uh it has been announced that Warhorse is officially a CSW roster member. Got that going. Which is
0: nice. Uh that and that's
3: CSW um season premiere.
1: When's the uh, next TSW show?
3: That will be February, Friday, February the 16th. Should have been the 8th, day before freelance. Yeah, that's a Thursday. I wouldn't be able to go.
1: Oh, it's freelance on Fridays?
3: Yeah, that'll be on a Friday.
1: Oh, gotcha.
3: Yeah, I guess it makes more sense. Special guest will be Gringo Loco.
0: Who? Gringo Loco.
2: Wait, I mean, I know that's crazy white guy, but I don't think I've ever heard of him.
3: I think I might be saying the name wrong anyways. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I'm saying that, it
3: right. No, like, it's Gringo like, Loco. Yeah.
1: Gringo Loco. I'm going to say, man, like, there's not many ways you can screw up that name, so I mean.
3: <laughs> Never heard of him, but.
2: I, that's, yeah. I said it
3: right. Gringo Loco.
1: Oh, okay. The base god.
2: Mm-hmm. what oh, all that means.
3: Now, will he be facing Conan Lycan now? Who knows?
1: The war horse Jake Parnell making big
2: waves and taking Conan Lycan's spot. Will Freelance Wrestling try to invade again? The base god, Gringo Loco, will be coming to CSW on February 16th. Cool, and that
0: is
3: all I got. So
4: that would be me. You not. Pac-Man, yeah. You, you Pac-Man. You I I go Pac-Man. Yes, I do. We had Destination Six, New Moon Rising, uh, this past Saturday. Uh, Destination Six crowned their inaugural women's champion. It was contested in a fatal four-way that featured Blair Onyx, the lovely Miss Larkin, Ashlyn Alexander, and Alice Crawley. Now, Ashlyn Alexander is the woman who... Hold on, hold on,
2: hold on, hold on, on. sorry. Sorry, I just got a message telling me to make sure I do what I'm supposed to do. Can you start over? Yeah,
4: so from New Moon Rising... Yes. You know, okay.
1: Just start from the beginning. Just act like you didn't do anything. Like you have been doing.
4: Okay. Right. So, new moon. Ri- <laughs> <laughs> new yeah. moon rising. Destination six had a show this past Saturday. Now,
1: and, is this also their season premiere?
4: This was their season premiere. Yes. They got you. Okay. And it was the inaugural match for the women's championship, which was complete uh, competed in a fatal four way match with Blair Onyx, the lovely Miss Larkin, Ashlyn Alexander, and Alice Crawley. Ashlyn Alexander came out with the win and is the inaugural Women's Champion of Destination 6. Excellent. So in the match that followed between Don't Die Miles and Percy Drew, that ended in a disqualification. We had Hunter getting the victory, Against Avery in tag team action uh six man tag between whiskey and warrants with Eric Dillinger versus Ultra Gen six champion Shiloh Greaves with the original sins uh the team of with Shiloh and the original sins won that match um, Mr Broadway Kindle fire uh, versus Akbar um Akbar. Uh, came away with the win and he seemingly is now um, a client of uh, Hollywood house. So that is the thing that is happening. And lastly, in the champion versus champion match, uh Sam Knight came out with the win against Logan Myers. And that was the results for new moon rising. The next show is March 16th in Macomb, Illinois.
0: Got Heckman. Okay. All right, Navi. We got some matches for
1: uh, for SCW coming up Saturday.
3: Cool. Let's hear it. I'm excited. Let's go. We got a show Saturday.
1: Saturday, January twenty seventh, SCW returns to the Shaban Civic Center for Arctic
2: Takedown. Uh main show starts uh main show starts at seven PM. Uh obviously before that, um high voltage. Uh opens the doors at six.
0: All good there, Mr. Travis T.
1: <laughs>
2: no. Not one bit. Um, okay.
1: So uh high voltage is only gonna have three matches uh this time around. Uh the first one is actually going to be
2: Yeah. Uh
1: so the first one's actually gonna be a debut.
2: Uh we're gonna have a new wrestler uh coming into high voltage. Uh you guys uh, obviously know him. He
1: uh will kinda take the same path as Nubion a little bit. Uh, wrestler, uh, referee turned wrestler. Hmm. So uh, Omar, 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 known as the last Ooh. vanguard.
2: Omar. Will be I get on it. One. I get it. I get that reference. I. I don't. I don't like. I, that. I never. I haven't had a chance to have a conversation with this dude, but uh, went over my head too.
1: Now, could you explain
2: it?
3: Because he's actually going to listen. Because
2: uh, you know. Yeah, he does listen to the show. So.
3: Assuming it is what it is. Yeah. Vanguard Wrestling. Okay. so Remember Vanguard? He was there. Excellent. So. so he
1: is known as the last Vanguard Omar Sala.
2: I believe I pronounced that right. Hopefully. I'm assuming it's like salad, but, you know, an H and 7D. <laughs>
1: he'll, be, he'll be going one-on-one with Toretta. Oh, God. Logan Steele will be going one-on-one with Johnny Chaos. Interesting, and
3: who's my opponent, Travis? Come on, we have a high who high, might high, high, my opponent? Blade might on us. my title.
1: We have a blade high voltage championship match that um, you'll be uh, defending the title against um,
0: uh, the Sheik. Okay, and Schultz.
1: And Freiburg.
0: What? In,
1: in a gauntlet
3: match. <laughs> you're you're ripping me, man. You gotta be. You're ripping me.
1: That's just good
4: damn, one. That's are shooting.
3: Your jokes are there, Travis. Who's my real opponent? Sheik.
0: Charlotte. Okay, Sheik. Freiburg. She- in a gauntlet match.
3: Okay I don't know how long you can you're supposed to keep a joke going, but once so, I call it out as a joke, you're supposed to tell me the real story
2: so here. here here here's the thing, nubby, and again, I want to go back to how we said earlier in the show about forgiveness, and sometimes uh managers and bosses and owners have to do things that they're not happy about it um
1: it it's a difficult thing to
2: explain because uh okay, so
1: you guys know you guys know what an n d a is yeah
3: it's a
2: legal term
3: yeah it
1: means uh, it means it means that when you're part of
2: something uh you know, you're part of a meeting you're part of uh something uh you can't talk about it.
1: Uh I received a phone call
2: uh over the weekend that required me to go into a meeting over the weekend and basically uh like honestly I can't talk about it but
1: nubby we uh apparently when when things are said
2: and things are done. Sometimes actions have to, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, what, what, what is that phrase? Uh, actions have consequences. Shit like that word, however, how people say it.
1: So when, when we come onto a
2: podcast and I say things like, you know, maybe I'm not giving Freiburg a championship match out of pettiness or, and I'm not saying anything, but you saying how you can beat all of them in one night. And there are certain wait, things.
3: Wait, wait, but, but I just never said that. Uh you said it last week. I said I can beat them all, but I did not say in one night.
1: Long story short, again, NDA.
2: I'm not allowed to say what happened, but basically, um there was a uh,
1: there was an agreement
2: that came between two mutual parties, to where
1: somebody wanted something in return for something else not to happen. Powers to be gave them what they wanted,
2: and I got to be the bad guy to relay that message. So. I am sorry for whatever I did to cause this to happen, but you will be defending your SCW High Voltage Championship in a gauntlet match versus Sheik, Schultz,
0: and Freiburg. Did the
4: reverse Steve. So what you're
0: telling me is words got twisted, as usual, Uh and these lawyers use their power to get their way.
2: Again, I signed an NDA to where I'm not allowed to discuss anything that was said and who was a part of it. All I can tell you is, is that something was going to happen unless I did something. And I can tell you it wasn't my choice. I can tell you that this is what I had to do in order for things not to occur. And... uh, Freiburg will get his High Voltage Championship rematch
0: this Saturday. You also have to face Schultz and Sheik in a gauntlet match.
3: I mean, I've defeated Freiberg before. Yes, twice. I defeated the Sheik not too long ago. That's true.
0: Microphone here.
3: Ever wrestled Schultz in a single... Well, actually, I have wrestled Schultz in a gauntlet before. And he cheated to win. But I've also won a
0: gauntlet myself. But the fact that
3: Freiberg gets the weasel his way after being told no a thousand times, SCW is allowing this.
2: Again, I'll be assigned an NDA where I cannot state what occurred in this meeting. And I can't discuss who was a part of it. All I can tell you is, is that people went into a room and explained to me the situation and told me exactly what needed to happen. And uh you'll be facing Sheik, Schultz, and Freiburg in a gauntlet match for the SCW Voltage Championship this Saturday in Chabans.
1: I'm not happy about it either, man. I didn't want it to be this way.
2: I I think it's unfair. I think it's not right. And um You know, as well as I do, that there are some times where general managers have to do things that they're not happy about or they're not proud of.
1: I thought about resigning
2: and just being like, I don't want to be part of this. But this match was going to happen regardless if I did that or not. So,
1: at least I can still be part of the machine to hopefully make
2: uh a...
1: Here's the thing. I have total faith in you. I have faith that you could uh, come out on
2: top and become uh, victorious. But if you don't, at least I could be here to try to right that wrong again somehow.
1: So, I do apologize. I do believe that a majority of this is
2: my fault. I think I allowed my ego and my pettiness and my anger towards the damages to get the best of me. May, I may have said some things that probably weren't right. Um I can't take that back and I can't fix it because what we have is what we have and it's not going to change. So, um,
1: yeah. So, at least that's high voltage.
0: Well, I'll just say this.
3: And this could be my promo, if you will.
1: Sure. Yeah, there we go.
3: Because if SCW wants to play this game, I'm not going to submit another one. Fuck it. I'll do it right here. Fryberg, you weaseled your ass into this shit. Again. And when I mean ass, I mean your brain.
0: Treated. Sure you, you weaseled
3: your fucking lawyer bullshit. And I can say that here, because this is JFW. So I'll say what the fuck I want. I'll swear all I want. In right. and, and a regular SCW promo, I won't be able to do that. Although they can say chicken shit all they want, but whatever. Alright, Freiberg, You cried, you bitched, after I beat your
0: ass. And I took the belt from you. All by myself. I didn't need the help to do it. You
3: can say that you were distracted. That's your fault. You want a gauntlet match? You want me to go through the Sheik and Eric Schultz before I get to your bullshit? Alright. I got you. I'll get through the Sheik. I've done it before. I'll get through Eric Schultz. He got me once. But, hey, lightning doesn't always strike twice in one spot. Sometimes it does, but
0: I'll go through him and Freiburg, I'll go right through YouTube and I will continue to be the S W high voltage champion.
3: Um, and no, that, that was not my best promo. That's me being fucking real now, since you want to bring lawyer bullshit into this. And since SCW's got no balls to turn it down.
1: Uh, another thing that uh, that came out of this, uh, Eric Schultz will also have a championship opportunity when he takes on Sean Mulligan for the Brewmaster title. Jimmy Carrot returns to SCW to take on Miles Mercer for the Genesis title. Nice, Apex, right?
3: Jimmy Carrot's always fun. Do like him. I mean, last time I repped his match, I kinda got basled, if you will. Yeah, you did.
1: Yeah, but you know what? You became a champion
2: after that. So I mean. It that that did happen right after. Oh, yeah. It was the show after,
3: wasn't it?
1: Yeah. So I mean I would uh I would ask him to borrow Basil, see what happens. Yeah,
3: maybe Basil through that gauntlet, if you will. There we go.
1: Uh Apex will be going one on one with Acid Jazz. JPH will be taking on Scott Spade for a number one contendership to the SCW uh, heavyweight title. Bro Bros return to SCW to take on dysfunction for the SCW tag team championship.
3: If I and may. I, yeah. If I may. Yeah. So the dysfunction's a great tag team. They are tag team champions for a reason.
1: That's they true. are
3: part of Team Sabotage. That is true. And which will make probably give them the win instantly. But the Robros are also belt collectors.
2: That's right. Frontline. Keep players. that in
3: mind. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Yep.
1: Yeah. Main event, we got Aaron Xavier taking on James Creed for the SCW Heavyweight Championship. If Creed wins, Terry gets to pick his replacement. And if Aaron Xavier wins, he gets to pick the new president
2: at SCW. Um...
1: I, uh So I mean, I guess realistically, because I know there's been
2: a lot of statements made by. Oh shit, Ma
1: yeah. Uh, Benny ba- Benny Vargas would be taking on Matt Boston. Moore as
2: well
4: um, from Boston.
1: Over on the last live stream for
2: SCW, uh, Aaron Xavier made it very clear that there's a possibility that I will not be employed. Uh, following his uh, presidency of SEW. I think he's made that pretty clear because of this Freiburg issues. Um, So I don't know what's going to happen the 27th. I know that I'm going to have to sit at commentary and watch one of my good friends, my co-host of the uh, JFW podcast, run through a gauntlet that I do not agree with and I do not think is right. I think doing this... Completely takes away from everything that we tried to make right several months ago.
3: You did things a little bit differently than
2: any other company
3: as a whole. You don't give out, like, matches, number one contender matches. No. You put people in spots wherever you see fit, and that's what makes you a unique general manager. The fact that Freiburg had a weasel his way into this is just fucking nonsense. You said you give him a title shot sometime down the line, in 2024. It didn't. Yeah. It wasn't good. And it didn't need to be now. Now yeah. I'm. Now again, I am a fighting champion, and I will mm. beat his ass on Saturday because I'm going to run through fucking the and I'm going to run through Eric Schultz. So I'm going to beat mm. that ass. And it's just baffling that no one wants to listen to you. Not even SCW. Yeah. SCW put you in charge for a reason. They told you do what you got to do, run your shit the way you want it, but you still got to get vetoed on everything, and now you're being yeah. told what to do. It's yeah, it's, it's
1: like it's a complicated situation. And the thing is too is like, and I don't I don't think I do everything maybe the right way all the time. I mean, obviously. Um, I mean, fuck, yeah. your, your first title match, uh, your first title defense was against Scott Spade. You know? Yeah. I mean, who the hell does that? Who the hell, who the hell puts a first title defense for high voltage against a former SCW and POW heavyweight champion? I mean, doing so showed everybody that wasn't favoritism, that you weren't gonna get the, the easy opponents and stuff like that. And, you know, Freiburg believed that he was entitled to a rematch. And like you said, I told him by the end of 2024, he would have a title shot. But that just meant that there were other people in line that I thought should get title matches, and VJ Price is one of them. You know, Apex is another one. You know, you you defend who? who you defended what? Scott Spade, Johnny Chaos, Toretto. You know, you yeah. fought every single month. You know, but yeah. somehow, somehow, it it always seems that no matter what I do, it's never good enough for either the office or even fans. Fucking you get that one Mark Jake who sits there and complains that, oh, I need to give Johnny Chaos a third fucking title match. And the fact that, that, the fact that, that, that I don't know how to do my job because you're champion. And yet, every fucking title defense you've had were solid fucking title defenses.
3: They it weren't like, easy.
1: No, no. And you did it on your own. Right. No, but they, he doesn't want to see that. He wants to sit there and be a mark for fucking Freiburg and Tommy Gunn and his and fucking Johnny Chaos. And
3: for what? And he's lucky. He's lucky that we don't have a ranking system because otherwise Johnny Chaos will be at the bottom of the rankings. And he still have to fight his way through to a title. So Chaos got lucky and, and got that title shot when he did.
1: Yeah. So it's... It, it, this 27th is going to be
2: a uh, a big night for all of us. Uh Obviously, you for your title defense, but also for me, because
1: I don't know what Aaron's plans are, which I think is kind of ridiculous how he wants to fire the only fucking guy who chooses to like him, not somebody who needs to like him, like
2: Sabotage and all
1: that. Like I choose to be a fan of him because of who he is, but yet I'm the one that's going to get fired because I didn't, you know, Give in and pander to his fucking lawyer who I don't believe
2: is, you know, deserving of the title shot he's gonna get on Saturday, but. Whatever. Did you,
3: um mention the number one contender match? The
1: JPH one? Yeah. Yeah. JPH is okay. Scott's
3: Yeah. You know what it is? I don't like either of those guys, so I just didn't care.
1: Right? right. I,
3: do have, I, I do have, I do have, I do have selective hearing the, apparently.
1: Who the fuck's giving them the more contendership matches? You know, it's like, what the fuck? But I'm the bad guy here?
3: It's yeah. And as that, much as it pains me to say, I want JPH to win that match. Based on recent events.
1: I mean, it, it's going to be a very good match, but you
2: just got to keep in mind that when it comes to Scott Spade, the torture killers, I don't think, will be that far behind. No. So... Um, but, yeah, hard to Takedown, uh, this, it's this Saturday against the Center. Doors open at six. High voltage starts at six. There's only three matches. Uh, I guess technically five, but, you know, three matches. Oh, there's gonna
3: be five because I'm gonna run through the sheet. I'm gonna run through Eric Schultz. And now I'm gonna kick Freiberg right in the face and go home. Um,
1: every title but the women's title is on the line.
2: Um, so uh, I'm excited I'm, ex- I,
1: I, I'm excited but I'm also worried
2: And I'm also stressed about Saturday So there's a lot of emotions and everything
1: Hopefully the weather stays good And we'll
2: all be able to travel safely there But uh, yeah
1: Make sure you come out this Saturday
2: to Shaban uh, Civic Center uh, The information for the show can be found on the Southland Championship Wrestling Facebook page So Is so there anything
1: else Wrestling related? Anything else indie-related we got to talk about? What, what what we got next week? I mean, obviously we're going to go
2: through the results of SCW, but...
1: Rocket um, Pro? Rocket Pro,
2: said, yep. Yeah. That's fun. that's
3: fun. My first preview is Rocket Pro Wrestling General Manager.
2: There we go, yeah.
3: And what did you think of that match I recently uh, announced my on my own? Made myself. Which one was that? The tag team title match. I know. I just wanted you to plug it. Oh, I'm not
2: plugging it until next week. But it's I'm out. just asking. Okay. You, uh, were you the one, because I'm trying to obviously, I you know you and uh Santa are going back and forth on what's being announced and what's being determined and everything, but
1: were you the one that made the uh, Koa Michaels match, like a three uh, two out of three falls or something?
2: I did.
3: Um, why
1: is
2: that?
3: I figure it's an, it's an interesting dynamic, interesting stipulation, and you can't. And again, you can't say that I uh, am playing favorites because really, if you look at the size difference,
1: mm-hmm.
3: Steve Michaels got the advantage. Okay. Not only in size, but he's got a group with him.
1: Well. Next week, we'll be running through the uh, Rocket Pro
2: Wrestling match card. Uh, this will be the first time ever that Pac-Man will be running through a match card with the uh, general manager present.
4: Can't wait. Can't so, wait.
2: Yeah, don't so fuck it up. You
3: be- yeah, don't fuck it up. I'll fire you on the spot. Oh, I I, I, I need that job. I'll be, I'll, I'll do my goodest. But wait a minute. How am I going to fire you when, really, that's a JFW problem, so Travis will be the one firing
1: If If you oh, believe we need to, we'll do it. That's okay. I'm, I'm still in. A, I mean, I'm getting a better mood. I'm still in a pretty shitty mood, but
2: yeah.
1: if he fucks up, I'll we'll we'll fire
3: him on your behalf. Then we got Powell as well. Oh, Powell is not. Oh,
1: yeah, the Fight Night or what No, yeah.
3: Uh, Wait, Fight no, Night's this Saturday. Fight. Oh, you know what? We did forget about that show, didn't we?
1: Hold on, a second. let me see. Like, let me see if
2: they had that the fight man. Night
3: oh. it. Yeah, because this is like one of the times that
2: Powell and SCW
3: are running. On the same
2: night, yeah. Let me see if they have a match card for it here, uh, up or anything. I think they do.
1: Yep. Uh, Saturday night fight. Uh, let's see here. First time ever: oh. Dazzling Donnie versus Tommy McCabe. Uh, Axel oh. Brayu versus Styling oh. Shane Eaton. Mattel Valentine versus Moon Dog Murray. Mihox Obannon versus Logan Steele. Mason Perks, uh, also appearing as Mason Perks, Jimmy Blaze, uh, Germ T. Ripper, and more. That's going to be Saturday, uh, January 27th, T. Woods Bar and Grill up in Wooddale,
2: Illinois. Let's see here.
1: Tickets are available by using the link below.
2: Front row reserve seats are $20 in advance uh, and 25 at the door. General mentions 15 in advance, 20 at the door. Less than 10 front row seats remaining. So, Okay, so we, so we also have that. But Paul has a show uh, the following Saturday, too? Yeah, they go back to Fox Lake next Saturday. God damn it. Okay, awesome. I'll uh, make sure to look for that match card. I hate having responsibilities again.
1: Uh, typically we, uh, will do the predictions and stuff for the Royal Rumble here on our show, but since Dizzle J is coming
2: back and me and Dizzle J are going to be recording Saturday morning before the Royal Rumble, we'll be doing predictions over there. So, uh, if you guys want to be part
1: of that, jump on the chat or jump on the, uh, show. If not, just make sure you message
2: him to me by Friday nights, uh, Saturday morning. So, um, okay.
1: We're gonna do the best we can over here at JFW to keep televised wrestling and independent wrestling completely separate. So those who want to
2: talk about
3: televised wrestling,
2: you'll find it over with me and uh, Dizzle Jay, and we'll just focus more on independent wrestling over here. So
3: you might get you might get some news off and on, like Maybe. real life
2: news, but that's
3: about it. Yeah.
2: Uh, you guys got anything else we got to talk about as far as independent wrestling? Uh, Power Hour tomorrow night. Uh, Aaron, Xavier, and Angel will be a uh, guest. Uh, Saturday or yes. Sunday, the lovely Tuskegee podcast
1: will be released with uh, Nubby and uh, Damien Saint as a guest on there,
2: as well as the uh, 4MB response from uh, Double J and all that shit. And uh, yeah.
3: I guess I'll spoil it now. Yeah, go for it. I, I, even I'll talk... We'll... I mean, we'll i yeah. mention it next week as well, but next Power Hour, I will be on. It. Oh. Was it the 30th? Whatever one is next Tuesday, whatever that date is. Well, I'm sure the Power
2: Hour will see you next Tuesday. Yes, they will. Ah. Ah, right, right, right. It's <laughs> an, a- <laughs> an acronym.
4: It Com- is.
1: Um... Guys, uh, I think I I made a slight mistake as far as uh, the podcast uh, audio. So in April, Google Podcast is going away, and I think I may have said it's going to Amazon Music. It's not. It's actually going to YouTube Music. So if you are listening to us on Google Podcasts, April 4th, they're shutting that down, and everything is going over
4: to YouTube Music. That that makes sense. That does make sense. Because so, and, you
3: gotta you gotta log in to YouTube with your Google name, so right. yeah. it makes sense.
1: So if you do listen to YouTube Music
2: and uh, you're wondering if our podcasts are going to be on it, uh, yes, it will be, uh, as well as Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts. Just
1: search JFW Podcast
2: and you'll find it. Uh, make sure you do subscribe and uh, rate us and rank us wherever you, uh, is
1: applicable, and uh, make sure you check out the video uh release of our shows that happen
2: later on in the week and everything, but they will be available over on the JFW Podcast YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe <laughs> and over there and hit the notification bell.
1: And of course social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching just freaking wrestling
2: or the JFW podcast.
1: <sighs> Guys, that's all I got.
3: I believe we can ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Trastic. and I am Nubby, the Amazing Turtle Alabunga.
4: and I am the L I M Champion and Mister Wanna Know Pac Man. Shut up, Santino, and the Idolizers. And
1: thank you for listening to another episode of Just Figure Wrestling,
2: the
4: JFW
2: podcast.